It's Saturday at 3 a.m., and I'm coming off a hellish shift at Ray's Happy Birthday Bar. It's pouring rain, no taxis in this part of town, and the 23 bus runs about every two hours now. My feet hurt from standing, and my mood is black after spending most of the night serving a crowd of -of out-of-towners, a group of prickish frat boys slumming it and cracking racist jokes. I let them get good and drunk, even send a few shots of Jack their way, and then, when one of the jerk-offs slaps his Amex on the bar, I add $100 to the tab. I know they are too drunk and too cocky to eyeball the final tally. Good thing, too, because they leave behind a $5 tip and some change. When one of them asks for directions to Washington Avenue to hail a cab to Center City, I send him south instead of north, deeper into darker territory, not so friendly to their kind. But hey, they said they were looking for an authentic Philly experience. I am just making sure they get what they asked for. So I'm standing at the curb, weighing my options, when a car pulls up, splashing filthy rainwater over my sneakers. Now, I know better than to jump into a car with a near stranger, but it's raining hard, in the only way a summer night in Philadelphia can deliver, appearing out of nowhere, flooding the sidewalks, sending styrofoam cups and discarded cheesesteak wrappers from Pat's careening in a river of water down the curb. Lightning cracks the sky like the end of the world is right around the corner. And I see from his crag-nosed profile that I do sort of know this guy. He's the uncle of a kid I used to sleep with. Uncle Tony, one of many Uncle Tonys in this part of town. And a former regular at Ray's before Lou, Ray's son, and the owner banned him from setting foot in the place ever again. He sits in his big maroon Chevy Cadillac, a fat man with a salt-and-pepper crew cut wearing a too-big, shiny Eagles t-shirt. The passenger window rolls down. Hey, doll, he says. Get in the car, you're soaked. I hesitate. Holy Mary, mother of God, don't be stupid. It's not like I'm some douchebag from Trenton you never met before. I check the street again. The back of my t-shirt smells like a cigarette butt after eight hours of serving cheap beer and shots. It sticks wetly to my back. What the hell? I get in the car. He has the heater running full blast, which I appreciate. The interior is a deep plush maroon and stinks of stale cigars and cheap cologne. You south? He asks. Yeah, just drop me at 8th and Morris and I'll hop out. A rosary hangs from the rearview mirror with a sad-looking Jesus dangling forlornly on the end. Hey, let me ask you something. The car idles. You hear what happened to my nephew Johnny? I shake my head. I haven't seen or thought of Johnny in a couple of weeks, not since I kicked him out of my bed. Smashed by the 147. No helmet, not that that would have mattered. Run him over while he was on his bike. Effing septa buses. He drums his pudgy fingers on the steering wheel. No chance even for any last words. Jesus, sorry, Tony. Too vain to wear a bike helmet. I am starting to remember more about Johnny now. His long, curly hair was one of his best features. Though I could be remembering one of the others. They blur together after a while. Yeah, well, what can you do? Uncle Tony doesn't seem that busted up about it. He left his journals behind, though. You ever read them? No. I am starting to think 
It's time for me to take a pass on the ride and be on my way. He ever talk to you about a key? He leave one at your place? I'm wondering because in his journals he hints a lot about where this key might be. It's the one that opens the garage across the street where he stores his bikes, right?